the playing field, not just for Jackson State, but for everybody else. And you're going to do it because God told you to do it. So then when you leave, yeah, people are going to ask questions. One of my personal favorites in sports media, Bamani Jones. Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. Love it. And if you watch the entire team meeting that Deion Sanders had with that team, as opposed to just the little part where he said, I got luggage coming and it's Louie or whatever. And we got mm-hmm. a couple of positions already filled and people are like, Deion Sanders is telling these kids to hit the transfer portal or whatever. It was like, if you listen to the whole speech, he certainly mentioned for people to enter the transfer portal if they're not going to be smart, say with smart, tough, physical, oh. discipline, like all those things. He, he, he basically, and also they stink. And sports media heavyweight Pat McAfee weighed in. The differing styles, though is what we must pay attention to as this news broke. Now, I don't go into the sellout place necessarily, but I do think, I mean, he's the monorail salesman from The Simpsons. He went in, he sold the big dream. Now, if you paid any attention, you knew the dream he was selling wasn't possible. It was not an achievable one that he had, but he sold it and he got people to believe it. And then he chucked the deuce and left. Quick sidebar. If you see headlines like these, run. The author, Bobby Burak, clearly didn't watch the piece in full. Because Jones said quite the opposite onward. You're more than a head coach. Dion did something that very few coaches are able to do. He leveraged his relationship. Every single week, they got new helmets. They got new unis. He did this with uh, Walmart. He took 150000 of his salary and helped finish b- building the facilities. He did? He leveraged his relationship with American Airlines, so when they had to travel great distances, they flew American Airlines. Sharp outlines the impact Prime made. Everybody's like, Deion Sanders is spitting in the face of these kids who worked hard to become D1 football players. It's like, well, yeah, the reason why he's there is because they stink at football. Like, they got a last coach fired that did recruit them in there and tell them that they will play and that they will be heroes and everything. McAfee is referring to this. They're smart. Say that. Smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Fast. Fast. Discipline. Discipline. Good character. Many criticize that McAfee, though, sees it differently. Dion's coming in there to shift the culture in his entire speech. I loved it. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. Every time I hear him speak to his team, I enjoy it. He holds people accountable. But Monty Jones had a different view on HBCUs. If you're talking about establishing something long-term, right, something that is sustainable, the idea, he got it started, now you go do it. I don't Aren't think- you making his blueprint argument because there are others who are in the NFL or former NFL players who have who are charismatic who could do it? and who could step into Deion other HBCUs? Deion spent the last 35 years telling us there ain't but one Deion Sanders. And now he's telling us, go find somebody else to do what Deion Sanders does. You can't have this both ways. I don't judge him for taking the job at Colorado. They probably increased his salary by something like 15 times, mm-hmm. right? I totally get that. It all makes sense. But what he did was something that college coaches do all the time, which is you have to sell people four-year, ten-year plans when your plan is always one year at a time. That's the only way that you can really pull that off. A totally fair point. And here's the thing. College coaches, except for those who reach the pinnacle of the sport, use each school as a stepping stone. My take has always been he went to Jackson State primarily because he wanted to be a head coach but didn't want to ever be anybody's assistant coach. So he had to find somebody that would give him a job and make him a head coach and so he could have that on his resume and then he could take that to try to get the job that he actually wanted. Jackson State was the place that could do it and he did a lot of good work while he was at Jackson State. 
but all the bigger grandiose notions of what he was doing for somebody else no it was what it always is he did it for Dion, and that's fine if you don't tell us that you're trying to do this for somebody else still sharp did not hold back on his perceived feelings around the chatter of the move we say oh we want guys to get opportunities we want our black coaches to get opportunities he gets an opportunity he takes the opportunity and now you mad he broke Who, who's mad a lot of blacks that blow up the upset man he lied you see what okay. it, you see how they hold us more accountable so guess what he can do he can hire more coaches more minority coaches bring them give them opportunities i don't i don't recall of an hbcu coach getting an opportunity like this this was an opportunity too good well, to pass up never even come close to it's happen. too good to pass up okay and so instead of being happy for him we try to bring him down how can he lose jackson state why can't jackson state be the prize it could be the prize for you, but it might not be the prize for everybody. And lastly, Bamani Jones would end with this. What would you have him do? What, what would you I, have the man do? Oh, well, I wouldn't have come in in the first place and said that God sent me here to fix HBCUs, and God decided that in the middle of it you were supposed to leave? <laughs> right? I mean, like, the thing I've said is maybe God wants 10% of 5 mil and not 10% of 375. If God can do math, I can understand why it is. He sold a dream and then walked out on the dream. People have the right to be critical of that. I also would have taken the job that he took at Colorado, right? It's not a judgment of the fact that he took the job, but this is not in line with what he told us for all these years. What he do? What he do? Shit. Dealing with life. Yeah, you that took a you that took that old slip and fall and had to get it, get some bandaging. <laughs> yeah, I fell, man. <laughs> you know, as you get older, you be having a little accident. Hey, hell, man, bro, listen, bro, I'm working to get in shape right now. It might be the worst decision I've made in my life, bro. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure once 100 days is up, I might not feel that way. But, bro, this ain't cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, once you yeah, do about bro. a month. Huh? It'll start changing in about a month. Yeah, I'm giving my I'm on I'm on day six, bro. So I got I you know, I'm I'm at the I'm at the you've done just enough to not have done shit point. <laughs> I've done just enough to where I ain't really done shit, but I could do what I've been doing without my body hurting the way it was because that first few days, I just started not hurting bad yesterday, bro. I was told up, man. They tell the listeners, man, especially if you're young, do your push-ups, do your sit-ups, do your leg lifts, man, do your lunges, walk them stairs. I'm not telling you run around here trying to be a health freak and you don't need to get a goddamn Planet Fitness account or nothing like that, but keep it moving, fuck with some resistance bands, do something. You know, at, at 15 to half an hour of your day, do a little bit of walking, walk to just do every day, do something just for your body. Pay attention to it, show it some love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that, shit. What, what we all know. Oh, man. Um, well, you know, we saw, 
you ain't got nothing to do with us. We saw Herschel Walker take the L last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Everybody, so, so now, now that that happened, I'm so glad you're leading with this. He, he's the Kanye of the week. The the Kanye. So, so, yeah. Give me, give me the overview now of what happens, right? Because if Herschel Walker was going to get in, it was going to be so detrimental to our existence. I'm in Seattle. I don't know anything. I just know Herschel Walker plays football and all this stuff. So give me a breakdown of how things look moving forward. Like, are we going to get reparations? Uh, are we going to deal with systemic racism? Because I've noticed that since we got who we elected or selected in the office, right, the first thing was to eradicate systemic racism. Can we argue that racism has got worse? We could. We could also say that, that's what I said. I thought, well, I'm talking to Jimmy Quinn's online, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was like... Okay, before you go into the voting booth, all politics, all that little propaganda aside, the people of Atlanta, did anyone do an inventory on the, the things that they hold dear and the things they want from government and the things they want in their community? And no. Because... No. If I didn't know any better, I would think uh, Atlanta ain't doing too hot right now. Right. Uh, Warnock's already been in office, and ain't nothing in Atlanta changed, except Young Thug and them go, went to jail, and they ain't got nothing to do with him. It seems like the murder rate, carjackings is up, uh, the economy ain't great. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> what Warnock's plan, because I didn't hear him never talk about a plan. And I didn't hear nobody anywhere, like you said, uh, last podcast, in their local municipality care about a plan for their community. Ain't no plan. They just want to just keep voting the same and expect. I mean, I don't even know if we expect a different result now. I'm, 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 it looks like the Democrats' branding uh, in regards to like California, even, is like something that's sitting in the back of black folks' mind. It's like, oh, if I keep voting Democrat, something's going to drop down the pipe, but nobody knows what because nobody's asking for shit. Of course not. So are they, are they in Atlanta asking for reparations? I don't know. Is Warnock, well, we know Stacey Abrams didn't have no conversation about it. Stacey Abrams up out of there, Georgia for, uh, you know, damn, I mean, if you look at the uh, the polling, Warnock, uh, Walker, it was like a 1%. 
So it was close. That was that was the difference between the selections, one percent. Yeah, I believe it was like one percent, man. It's like he beat him by a whole point. It was like it was like one point four five uh verse it was something like that. Yeah, man. I mean, this is because I'm gonna keep it real, bro. I'm looking for something to happen every time I look up. Yeah. We're talking about changes and who's gonna do what and who we need to do this. And if this person's in there, how it's gonna affect us? Okay. So, because. I was waiting on Walker to get in just so I could say, well, what happens now? Well, it's still the same difference. Well, since Walker's not in, what was going to happen to my people that wasn't going to happen before? Were we going to not get denied that home loan? Like, are we going to get the home loan now? Um, are, is the tenured professor going to get the proper respect he deserves at the PWI and get honored and financially compensated? Like, what does this look like? Right? Like, I, I, I don't really want to get caught up in the PPP loans anymore yeah. and the little the little butter biscuit packages that, you know, oh, I'm struggling. Write your information down. We'll send you three grand. Man, that's cool, man, for everybody who got it. I'm over that, bro. I'm over that. What I'm trying to figure out, what does it look like when Jermaine and Rich want to form a food conglomerate and we want a hundred million capital ready to spend so we can compete with the local, you know, because we know you need billions and trillions to compete with the national. No, nah, we just want to compete on a local level. Like, are we gonna get the loan off of credibility, like like other races can get? Where here, Jesse, we'll we'll just give you the opportunity, and if this happens, uh, it, it it it's a grant. If it doesn't happen, it becomes a loan. Like, are we gonna be getting in them programs? What does this look like? Like, I really want to know because other races. This is what it looks like. This yeah. is the type of shit that's going to happen. Real change. Right, so, so, right. So, with us, what exactly are we fighting for? I'm talking about this specific thing with Walker and Warnock. See, before, I was just letting people not tell me nothing. Now, it's decided now. So, you should have all your talking points. Right, bro? I'm, bro. I'm 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 toning down uh, how much I explain because, bro, I, if I'm telling niggas my shit, how can no? What what's you? What do you think? I already I already have my view on this. What what do you think? Hey, give me thirty. So this, hey, give me thirty seconds. It's about to. I got to plug in. Give me. I call you yeah, back in thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Got to plug in this shit. Man. Sorry. Hello. Okay, we on that. We plugged in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's what I'm trying to figure out, bro. Like now that now that dude done got in and we didn't get Herschel Walker in and we're not getting in was so pivotal 
to what's going on with black people, I'm trying to figure out what do we get. Like, are we dealing with redlining? Are we dealing with unfair education practices, school to prison pipeline? Uh, are we dealing with business loans and equity? Like, are, are we are we dealing with resources? with PWIs relative to what we get in the HBCUs, like, okay, so we, so he didn't get in. Now, what do we get? Because... Are are there going to be less people dying? Oh, because they're going to lock up YSL and all them. Yeah. I mean... Which he has nothing to do with, or so it is going. Is there going to be more resources for brothers in the hood to help them not have to take that sort of route? Oh, niggas is running off that. No, he didn't run on that. He didn't. He didn't. I didn't see him run on anything. Okay, this is other than other than not other than not being Herschel and and them wanting to make. Some look historical statement on him being a sitting black senator. Um, he he votes in line with Joe Biden like a hundred percent. Oh, see, I don't that 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 right there. See that that's weird to me. Oh, this person votes and Jermaine agrees with 100% of what they say. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a... I mean, he's a of de- course. He's a Democratic shill. For a all straight the- shill. Yeah. Nigga, that's the way, that's the way they expose cheating at school. Oh, Eddie. But when it's in politics, you could do that shit. Yeah. Politics, you could do that on they test. Okay, we got this ACT test politicians... Well, oh, what do you know? Jermaine and Joe Biden had all the same answers. This guy, Jermaine, really supports Joe. No, he knows that's what he said on his own. Yeah, and so... He's he's an independent thinker. So as an independent thinker, I agree 100% with a racist white man from Delaware. Yeah, bro, that makes sense, dog. I'm just just curious as... Since they're making all these attacks on uh, Walker's intelligence, I'm just curious is that why do you need all these degrees just to do what Joe Biden does? Man, look, you already you already know you already know the game, bro. Depending on who you are depends on how they deal with you. If you got a speech impediment and they like you, they'll talk about your brave to get up there with a speech impediment. If you got a speech impediment and they don't like you, they're going to say you stupid, you uneducated, you unrefined, all the three-syllable and four-syllable disrespectful words they can, they're going to stick Michael, uh, Michael Eric Dyson on you, Yeah. right? They're going to find the most eloquent nigga they could find. Bro, I remember watching a video of this dude just being hella eloquent, and he was just so impressed with himself by using all these words that niggas don't really know what he's saying, but you know the context of what he's saying. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I, I see what time, I see what this is. You're setting yourself up to be that word weapon. 
Right. So he, you know, we got our dudes who, oh, we don't like him. Go get him rich. And then Rich will come out and be hella eloquent. He'll break out his thesaurus and dictionary. He'll have all his alternative words, the reversals. They're like, he'll, he'll be ready to go. And then he's going to get up there uninterrupted and be able to just talk shit about you for 15 minutes. And then it's going to go viral and niggas is going to dot you with it. Yeah. And so, bro, this is some cold shit, bro. No, look at this. It goes even deeper, though. So we got a preacher. I think he's over MLK's old church, right? Yeah. So Herschel Walker, not defend him, not like whatever. He's Herschel Walker. So he's supposed to be stupid with CTE, but the guy he's running against went to college. To tell a fairy tale. But he's not crazy. He went to college to tell fairy tales? Uh, what what, uh, what, uh, what, what there, was he? A, uh, a sci-fi major? He majored in science fiction? No, or religious major. Oh, yeah, science fiction. <laughs> he wanted to tell yeah. science fiction and, <laughs> and yeah. allegory. So he wanted the cops for that, so he's supposed to be smart. <coughs> See, because... Yeah, you're right. It's that be, motherfucker got an allegory degree. Yeah, so this... <coughs> this is a degree in embellishment. <laughs> so... So the guy... So the guy... <laughs> so there's a book. It's called... Uh, 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 what is it called? Oh, Religious... You can Google this. Instruction, instruction of the Negro. It, it's a book. Oh, I wow. Yeah, I have a book. Instruction of the Negro, huh? Yeah. So. Oh wow. It's by uh, Charles uh, Colcock Jones. C O L C O C K Jones. You can get a free copy online. You got it on Amazon. I own a, a copy of it. I keep a couple copies because this book is is not the religious making of a Negro. It's not that. So in the book, it describes during slavery. Let's see if I can pull it. They got it on Amazon. Kindle, 99 cent. I think that I might have to uh, read it again. It's not that long. It's only like 90 pages. So the book is a, is a manual for slave owners on how to keep their slaves in line using, using the Bible. And the reason why is free copies. You can go to like the University of North Carolina. They got a link to a free copy. So, Reverend Warnock, the Democrats are using that sort of thing to keep people wrangled in. Now, Reverend Warnock. Oh, so he's a uh, he's a reverend. He's a reverend. He's over MLK's old church. Oh, okay. So, 
are the kings backing him like the king children and all that? Well, that's a good question. Did, do they do they endorse him? I'm sure they do, right? Like, I mean, he's over. What is it, like Ebenezer? Baptist Church. What's the name of that church? Ebenezer? Yeah, let me look it up. I think it's Ebenezer. I've been there before. Let me see. I was just there. Let's see. found it as a person from from down there from the um it's it, how people treated it uh yeah they call Herschel Lacoon like Warnock wasn't a coon like Warnock ain't basically a different side of the same coin well I'm going to say like this. One thing I'm going to say, and niggas can get mad if they want. <clears throat> PhD. I got to give it to them. What Herschel said, they called me a coon. When you look at a coon, a coon is one of the smartest animals. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't fuck with Herschel, right? Like, whatever. But I said, oh, because one thing I definitely know, Coons ain't the easiest thing to catch, and they think on the fly. Right now, just like, oh, okay, I see how you spun that. <clears throat> and you know, black people, one thing I know, when we don't like you, everything you say is stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, that's a, oh, I just started laughing, like, man, y'all just can't stand when a motherfucker got an angle especially if you're against him. When once we're against the person, there's nothing they can say where we won't treat it like it's dumb. When we don't like somebody, they can say something like, black families have got to figure out their differences and come together so we could create generational wealth. And somebody will point out that's stupid yeah. somehow. But... As somebody they like says it, like, let's say Beyonce makes a song about family unity and putting your differences aside. They'll go to the concert and cry when she sings the song. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it, it's an interesting thing, bro, because it's like you said, you talking about niggas talking about, oh, this dude's a cone. Yo, both these niggas believe in the same shit, bro. They believe in the same shit. Both these dudes believe in the same shit. One's a Democrat, one's a Republican. Yeah. And so, right, and what I'm noticing is that yeah. everything has been relegated to that, bro. Did you see uh, what, uh, <clears throat> what's her name? Uh, what's the girl who be with, who, who the black girl who be talking, who did the movie about Floyd, uh, George Floyd. No, who you talking about? You talking about Issa Rae? Nah, not nah, other black girl. She's a Republican. She married oh, to a white oh, man. Oh, Candace Owens. Okay, so listen. <clears throat> Candace Owens is a big proponent for male masculinity. Right? Yeah. My thing is that we can say what we want, 
there's people who we don't like and there's and there's things that we both agree on right like there's people who i would never talk to but we both love the uw huskies yeah right or there's parents who i won't talk to our kids play on the same team yeah. Shit like that. <clears throat> yeah. So Candace Owens was advocating for masculinity. Yeah. And so they tried to make a meme out of it and say, when you know the truth, but you choose the other side. So I was thinking, well, she's heterosexual. She's married. I said, oh, you're trying to make this a political agenda. So what you're saying is, you know we need masculine men but you're a republican because democrats wouldn't dare want you to be where i where i was just like i had to tell niggas like y'all gotta stop this reaching yeah what what you what you mean the other side like i mean yeah there's a political agenda to it but if you gonna be masculine it shouldn't be determined by if you a democrat or if you're a, a Republican, there's plenty of people raised in Democratic households. They're not masculine, bro. Yeah. It's just, it just is what it is. And I'm certain it has nothing to do with politics. That's who they are. But what we try to do now, we're trying to make the subject of male masculinity a political one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so what what we're looking if at? If you're hyper, is, if you're hyper masculine, so you're saying if you're hyper masculine, you're more than likely in line with uh, G, the GOP and conservatism. Right. And and what 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 is, what is hyper masculine? When I shake your hand, it's a firm shake. What I look you in your eye. What uh, do I do I speak abrasively uh uh what will, will i not what do i not look feminine enough you're an alpha uh, male I, I i don't i don't i don't really know if i don't look feminine enough why do i have to feminize myself why can't you accept me for just being me right like yeah. why why can't i just be an ally per se yeah because men uh 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 who was saying that hold up somebody was saying that oh wait i gotta look this shit up you man you hit something on the head i think i'm just hold up somebody was saying testosterone is the problem it bro it, it is like what's but what i'm trying to figure out why is it under attack to the point where we now listen bro these is masculine black men saying this right you're a masculine black man and you're politicizing masculinity because you're so emotional on where she stood on perspectives and policies yeah. that even something to your benefit you equated to Democrat and Republican. <clears throat> so therefore, really, you're not really in control of your masculinity right like that. Like that's that's almost a thing we gonna vote for. Yeah. 
and and also so, and also with the uh, what I was hearing from a lot the reason you know this may have tipped the race is that abortion shit. I think Walker may have actually easily beat Warnock if it weren't for the abortion question. Which is well, yeah. Well, you well, you know, you know, you know politics, bro. Like we don't really elect people off of what is going to benefit us. We look at their life and we judge it. And good or bad, like it's judgment is judgment. And and then off of that, we decide. So Herschel Walker can't be, you know, he he's been involved in an abortion before. So he can't speak on abortion except from the prospect of having one. Like he can't do something like if he was an ex-alcoholic and he's against alcohol now, he can't do that. I mean, you needed to be a, you needed to not be doing it then, right? So if he was to say, I'm against sports, all it does is dumb us down and damage our bodies. Well, you play sports, so you can't do that. Even though most drug counselors used to be drug dealers and drug users, we let pimps be preachers, right? We let people who flunked out of school get master's degrees and become teachers. See, we don't give Herschel Walker what we'll let other niggas do. Exactly. Right? I know I know I know Kappas who don't got high school diplomas, bro. Yeah. But they got master degrees though. Yeah. Right? So if if the niggas come telling our kids, study hard, man, you know, whatever, or if he or if he makes sure his kids graduate high school, I guess he, nah, nigga, just, they should just do them. You did, man, bro, what is you talking about? I'm telling you what's right from the experience. Yeah, I got my life together, but you don't even got to go through that bullshit. Yeah. You can just get it right all the way through. And there's people who we said you got clearance to get that message, right? Yeah. Herschel Walker don't got clearance to get that message. He don't get to be a better person. Because he's a Republican. Yeah. And because he cock, and because he, he deals with white folks. But he, right, because, he deals exactly. With, but he deals with the same amount of uh, white folks Kyrie does. Bro, dog, listen, all these people who we talk about on the daily, yeah. for the most part, white people are an imperative part, hella important part. Uh, everything you do, right? That's the one consistency. Or if you want to, whoever we want to name, go ahead and name them. It could, we could just throw a nigga up under the bus. Denzel Washington, right? Yeah. I'm gonna just wait, start wait, throwing they, niggas. I up got there. one better. They never threw Ali up under the bus. Yeah, I'm, I mean, but you know, shit. The 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 thing is, is that they hit him with the bait and switch. Yeah. That that that's how they got Ali because. They used black people to fuck him over, but it was white people in control of it. That's yeah. what that's what we gotta understand. Have you ever heard of the black hand? Uh, you talking about boule? Nah, no, nah, not the boule. The black hand is a criminal organization that has a real long reach, and they specify they specialize 
in the art of bait and switching and deceit. And if you don't really know the the marks of their work, they could they could do some dirty shit and you won't even know it's them. But they'll let you know it's them. You just got to know what's up. And they called the black hand. They used to extort all the businesses and all that stuff way back in the day. They were they was like they they were like above the mafia type shit. Like the the black hand dudes kill mafia members. Okay. Right. That it's 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 the same. It's the same shit, bro. It's the same shit. When you got to reach, you can make whatever happen happen. You can get whoever you want elected. You could divide the vote. You could change reality. All it is is alchemy. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just alchemy, bro, except it's mental alchemy. Yeah. Because the thing is is that the 5% niggas will let you know it's all in the mind. Can I literally walk on water? Well, I'm not dealing with things literally. I'm dealing with things from a standpoint of me being a god, right? That's how white people really think. See, when black people do it, that should be sounding all deep and they do all that metaphysical. Man, that's what white people want. That's manifest destiny. Yeah. Metaphysical. Yo, I know the reality is this, but I'm gonna create another reality, even if I gotta marginalize somebody else's reality. Yeah. That's alchemy right there. Yeah, and you know, and nobody did the alchemy better than I don't even want to talk about the shit, but it, uh, than, man, look, than Deion Sanders. <clears throat> okay, okay, that, that was some alchemy, man. <clears throat> All right, so okay, the, wait, wait, we gotta tell the listeners we're from the Northwest. Uh, I'm a Husky supporter, just to be fair. So he's in UW, UW University of Washington. So he's in our division now. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. So yep, Colorado. Yep. This whole thing, you know, I know everybody's tired of hearing about talking about it. As a matter of fact, somebody even said online, "Quit talking, worrying about Dion, and worrying about your kids' grades." Well, uh, which. Which, to me, is, I get it, but really, is it any of your business? Well, you know what? I'm going to keep it real, bro. I, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. What my issue is, I don't like when people, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't like when people tell my people, shut up. Yeah, the and the reason being yeah, is. You know who it is, right? Of course I know who it is, bro. Listen. Yeah. King Clout Chaser. I love him, but he's a crowd chaser. <clears throat> well, that but but that's what social media is, right? And yeah. I don't got a problem with that. Like yeah. to me, where I gotta draw the line with anybody. Don't be telling my people shut up about things that hang in the balance. Right? Like my people have a right to speak on this stuff, especially when you've been reaching out to them for support this whole time, when every time you dog whistling messages to my people and this and that, then when they tap in with you, okay. But as soon as they have questions, as soon as there's some controversy, 
now my people got to shut up. Yeah. Nah, man, don't be don't be telling black people shut up. Yeah. And, and don't and don't be trying to weaponize that shit because you know what? That's something that we can say about anything. That's something we can say about everything. Nigga could be like, oh, uh, turn that brand new Beyonce off and go check on your kids. But we can say that about anything, it, bro. Yeah, and, like, it was, we, and it's coming from this dude we're talking about is an advocate uh, up and down tribe blood bleeds bleeds black college shit uh elizabeth state this, every time you turn around he talking about elizabeth state so we so but all of a sudden we supposed to shut up about this situation i mean which i I'm just, uh, yeah and 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 you know what, what hey like because see that's the big home right yeah. like i said where the buck stops with me i don't give a fuck if you my mama i'll ne- ain't nobody gonna tell my people to shut up especially uh because maybe you're more successful or more ed- like nah nigga my people perspective is valuable because all this shit revolve around them and they don't gotta look at it the way you look at it right yeah but 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 the whole idea of using any type of mechanism to shut them up nah yeah. i'm against it yeah i'm against that too so who who's to say that we even got kids in or it's kids in school i mean is this a weird little thing to say it's like well, but no listen it's like he's talking to women i mean man you know me i'm gonna keep it real i'll be assuming on that he's talking to dudes just because i know okay he's, he's more advocate oriented to that but regardless of that what 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 i'm not rocking with is anybody telling my people to be quiet, especially about something involving black people. See, here's what the problem is with me. Every There's a different layer of shut up. Did you just see the ESPN chick? Did you just see what she told black black people? No, I, I heard something about it. What did she say? The white chick, she gets up there. She starts breaking down everything that happened at Jackson State. So she's surrounded by black men. Okay. So she's saying... Dion did this. Uh, he his his foot was messed up, and he was in the hospital. Like a bunch of shit. Where at the end of the day, with me, see now you treating this coach like he's doing shit that coaches don't do. Nigga, coaches will start off the year healthy and end the year in a wheelchair and still be coaching. Yeah. You a coach? It's a different type of job. You don't really get credit for that until after you leave coaching okay. nobody's like like but with but with dion we talking about it now okay cool let's talk about it because i knew she was gonna get cute and over you there oh wait a minute we lost him so okay <laughs> We 
get them back on. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, so she was breaking down the Dion thing and da-da-da. Then after she concluded it with, if you didn't go to Jackson State, you pretty much shouldn't have anything to say. Now, mind you, bro, Jackson State got 60,000 alumni, period. Right? So if, if that's the case, then, that eliminates a bunch of people. But what we're doing now, we're finding different angles to tell cats to shut up. So we're using the crab in the barrel angle. You see so, what I did right in the group? I said, oh, right. I, I did a little experiment. I hope he fails. Oh, you're a hater. Crab in the barrel. Right. right. That, that, that's the thing. Okay, you're a hater. Like, see, I said a long time ago, black people know the trigger words to shut up other black people. Yeah. One way to shut up another nigga, call him a hater. A nigga won't say nothing because he know you gonna call him a hater and you know you right oh this nigga man did it do i ain't gonna say nothing man just gonna call me a hater so bro think about this when Dion got the job you know 10 minutes after he got the job you could get on facebook and five fine niggas going on rants calling niggas crabs in the barrel why you hating on Dion? as they got announced at 10 what you telling me is your timeline had that many people who was against him leaving in 10 minutes. Where in the 11th minute, you needed to write uh, uh, a storyline. Man, I don't believe you niggas. You niggas had your talking points months ago. Everybody knew where they stood months ago. And all yeah. this is is niggas trying to control others niggas' words yeah. and other niggas' opinions. See, niggas want to control other niggas before they want to control the economics in their community. Yeah. Because right? This shit deep. It's deep, bro. But it's hella simple, bro. Yeah. Now, to be fair to Dion, it's a risk to Dion. Because if he go there, this is what, okay. So, he the Jackson State was success. He's lying about the pay. He's lying about that shit. I looked it up. I did the research. Yeah, Angela Diane even broke it. She was the first one to break it down. Shout out to uh, Angela Diane. Uh, she, uh, she broke it down first. She's Jackson State alumni, uh, city planner, Chicago, whatever. So uh, we know know her from the neighborhood. So anyway, so she said she broke it down. She said. Colorado can't even afford to pay this nigga five million. Uh, uh, so she did a breakdown of the number of alumni in the boosters at Colorado, and she did an analysis of it. it was like, well, basically, like, um, they don't got the money to pay this dude five million a year. Number two, yeah, they're gonna get it from the governor, though. Yeah, they're gonna get it from the governor. If he wins, though, they got this dude kind of over a barrel. So, this is the thing, though. He, I mean, I know he, he, he knows contracts, he, he knows. Oh, that's my thing. Hold on.
Yeah, he knows contract. He goes to work it out. But this is the thing. So what they were saying is, and I saw this on Phil Moreland too, uh, who was Red Pill from uh, Black Magic 363. Um, he... He showed a video with Dion before the one of the games. They had got robbed. So somebody went in the locker room and stole in the coach's office and stole everything out of there. Uh, stole Dion's wallet, stole all his shit, stole all the coach's shit, stole all the coach's wallets. He said the only thing he had was the chains on his neck. Because he decided to wear his chains to the game. So he said they stole watches, everything, out of the locker room. He looked real unhappy. He looked real sad. So Moreland is saying, well, that's mainly the main reason. Nigga shit is why he left. He got tired of dealing with nigga shit. And, 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 and I'm just putting that in my own kind of words. But, it, you know, it may or may not be true, but that's how I perceived it. So, phase two, Angela saying, well, why did he sign with Colorado? Well, let me finish with the risk. So, the risk is he going to Colorado who ain't had a winning season in six years in a tough-ass division. Oh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, bro. I worked in Colorado UW game. I seen them up close, bro. They are terrible, bro. Yeah. And so, so Dion's like, okay, I'm gonna bring transfer portal. I just learned about that. So he's bringing his son. He's bringing like a safety. He's bringing whoever he can bring to help him on the next level. Great. So, but I looked at Dion's coaching record. And technically, he's only he's only had two winning seasons. I, I mean, I found it a little. Yeah, you're gonna take your opportunities, and he's he's a, a you know a Hall of Fame NFL player, college, all that. So, but as far as coaching goes, you don't typically see a move like that when a guy has two winning seasons. Well, bro, the nigga's never been an assistant coach, bro, like, ever. He's always, I, I, I've never, he's the only coach I've ever heard of. He's, just, he's never been an assistant on any level, bro. Yeah. He's, yeah, and he's never, so, yeah, okay. And that's what I'm saying. I just, I'm not trying to, it's a risk for Dion because you're going into a, into a, System, you're going up against people that that are that got Pete Carroll type of minds. Like you're going into you. This ain't. See, I call it like this. You was in the Negro leagues by all by all accounts. I'm just gonna be straight up with this shit. You were in the Negro leagues. Not to say that you ain't sat your page or you ain't you know. But it's just, I don't know, man. This is a risk. No, I'm, I'm hearing you, bro. It's a risk. This, these dudes, like, what did, what did somebody say to me? Somebody said, how, 
uh, you know, Diallo, Diallo, the uh, radio host. He was like, so how many, how many uh, players did he contribute CTE to? I'm like, none, because the division that he's in, uh, it, uh, was at the SWAC. Come, come on, bro. I'm I'm gonna step out of limb and say there's some high school teams that could beat some of them teams. Bro, I been said that, bro. Yeah, you said that on an earlier pod. I been I been said that, and and you know a bunch of shit that I said before. I already knew people was gonna be on some. Oh man, this nigga. Okay, cool. I remember I was talking to the homie. I ain't gonna say his name, but I was talking to him. And this dude got mad at me. You I, you can easily figure it out, nigga, for sports fanatic. Because I wanted to be practical. Like, see, with me, I've been recruited before. Yeah. I've done all this stuff. I've been a coach. Yeah. One thing I know is that it's all about selling hope. That's why you get a new coach. That's why you get the announcement. That's why the coach comes in with the same color tie in the school colors, in the blazer. All yeah. that stuff is what it is. It's it, it's hope. Yeah. Right? But when he comes, just because he shows up wearing that blazer, he might already have one foot out the door in his mind. He can physically only be in one place at one time. But technology can make it to where he's never really even there from the beginning. Yeah. Right? That's the reality. I know we love niggas like niggas do too legit to quit. See, all this shit is yeah. in niggas' minds. Yeah, the niggas song remember must be Hammer the money. The game. Right? His Hammer single. was at the game. Huh? His single must be the money. It must be the money. Now, like I tell cats, here's the breakdown. He's a full, he's a head football coach. Right? Like now, if y'all have managers, let's say you trust your boss. Okay, well, man, I'm not saying don't trust your boss. Me, I'll never trust my boss because I know if the boss don't really control the business, the boss got to do what they told to do. And if somebody comes in and say, uh, I don't like this, do that, that's what the boss is going to do. And nine times out of ten, you're not going to have a good enough relationship with the boss where he's going to tell you what the orders are coming up from above. They just going to do what they got to do to keep their money going. Yeah. And that, that's, that's it, right? Like, yep, I know what he said. Man, he's a head coach, bro. He said what a head coach is supposed to do to get tickets, to, to get notoriety. The nigga got the Aflac commercial. You see? Yeah. He finessed that. He aligned himself with Nick Saban. I'm going to give you an example. He was doing the conference. The dude called him Dion. He said, you don't call Nick that. You don't call Nick Saban. I'm all like, bro, why are you bringing up Nick Saban? There's all type of coaches you could say. Why you say Nick Saban? Next thing you know, he's in an Aflac commercial with Nick. Once I seen the Aflac commercial, it was over. Yeah. Why the fuck would they put the head coach of the HBCU in Aflac commercials? Yeah. Well, they can justify it by saying he was already a celebrity. Yeah, TV show. He, yeah. Right. 
so so with that celebrity, right? Okay, you see that one nigga who's doing the Wendy's commercials and he's starting to appear at all these commercials. Who Shaq? <laughs> no, not Shaq. He's that black dude. And he be and he be having the lady talking about uh, is the biscuit good as mine? And he's singing the Biggie bag, and then he popped up in some other commercials, and they zoom in on his face to make sure you see him, right? Yeah. Give it a couple years, he'll be in a movie. Give it a couple years, he'll have his own show, just like they did Tyrese. Like Remember they, when no, Tyrese like got did, that Coke commercial? No, like they did that uh, dude in the tight commercial, the little moist ass dude. The, the uh, he kind of kind of dark skinned brother, bald headed. Yeah, talking right. like talking like a woman. Yep. And then they slid him up in a TV show, and that shit tanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same same thing. So so when the Affleck shit popped off, it was only a matter of time. Even my son knew that. Like, oh, they didn't get this nigga Affleck commercial. This is his last year coaching Jackson. Just say said. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they're saying. They're saying that Dion went to Jackson already with a foot out the door. Yes. Because the, 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 the thing is about his son. Once he doesn't have his son there, how how is he going to fare? Number, two, number two, my question is this. Why didn't he go to a program that, oh, he no, he tried to say the reason why he wanted to make the move is because at that level, they have just fired uh, four African-American head coaches. So he wanted to go in there and add uh, to basically promote hiring African-American coaches. So that's, he, he's risking a lot. Because he got to win. And this is the thing, though. Them white folks, how much time are they going to give him to win? Because if he fails in Colorado, what's, I mean, I guess he don't care. He might five, $10 million. But it's like, if he fails in Colorado, what is next? Like, will you go back to HBCU? Will you go be an assistant in the NFL? It's like, what if you fail dismally at Colorado? What if you, like, well, yeah. What I'm going to say is that when you're talking about the HBCU thing, yeah. Right? And this, I'm a firm believer. Nobody coaches there who doesn't really care. Yeah. Every single if you were head if you were head coach at an HBCU, you might leave and never get another head coaching job in your life, but you could be a high paid assistant somewhere where you're not in charge of all these issues and problems and this and that. Look, bro, when you at an HBCU, you gonna come up out your pocket to help your you help your team. Yeah. Right? Now this is where I give everybody their flowers. But I'm, I'm going to give everybody the same bouquet. I'm not giving nobody nothing special. Because when you take that task on, you are a father. You are a mentor. You are a big brother. I know you didn't sign up for it, nigga. You're a, you're a, you're a, a soccer dad. 
you're a delivery, you're a delivery guy, you're an inspirational speaker, you might have to be a barber, you might have to be a stylist. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Like when you over there, you're really getting a hold to boys who you might really be their first real example of true, I'll give you everything type manhood. Yeah. Right? When you at Colorado, man, I'm going to tell you something. I bet you they sat down down and told them, bro, you're not here to, to, to be a philosopher and all that shit, bro. We need a coach. We need to win. These kids already come from success. Yeah. Right? These, these, these kids already, like, these aren't kids where football's absolutely everything. These kids were really good football players and this and that. But most of them are, you know, motherfuckers is going to be doctors. They're going to they run construction companies. These aren't the kids who, who need to learn how to tie a tie. Yeah. These aren't kids who haven't been all over the nation already. Right? You coach kids. Going to Atlanta and New Orleans is a big deal. These are kids that go to Europe for the summer. Yeah. Right? So you need to whip them into shape. And, like, he's really there to coach. As far as the Jackson State shit, it was a stepping stone. Right? I know my people are hurt about it. We're sensitive, bro. I really understand. Yeah, because... Really because they, he gave them the impression, I feel like, that he was, black people are looking for institution building. That whole job thing in our, we're kind of leaning more towards business, whether we're doing it in a big way or a small way. Like with the Kanye thing, people are like, man, these brands, these, 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 still, you know, we need to have, start having our own shoes. Big baller, big baller brand not getting no credit. You know, it's not getting no Eddie Robinson. Uh, the people had a feeling about, you know, Eddie Robinson stayed at Grambling forever and had a, uh, a seven above 700 winning percentage. Um, I guess Dion may have looked at that and, Doug, and what Doug Williams that went to the Super Bowl, uh, was at Grambling too. So People, people are saying that he gave them the impression that he was there because people are saying like, "What well, we could we could have got you the same money because if you they say yeah we could have got you the same money through our boosters and if you really think about it and if he would have gave them some time I think they might be able to match it he wasn't entertaining and the problem they have and they're saying he wasn't entertaining the matching. Uh, them trying to match the uh, contract, but really, but the writing was on the wall with a guy like that. And if it wasn't gonna be Colorado, it's gonna be somebody else. Yeah, I mean, hey, bro, you know, I, I really because my primary message is to black people, right? Like I was saying, we did a huge podcast on this yesterday. I was hoping you would pop up. We're gonna actually do another one on the Doctor Hood Network. Yeah. Me, what I'm here to do, I want black people to be practical, right? Here's what's practical. I know what they say. Just look at their title, right? Here's the breakdown. Yeah. A great football coach, 
will always care more about the direction of the career than their players. See, that's what assistant coaches are for. Assistant coaches take a special interest in you. And this and that and da-da-da. But uh, a head coach's primary thing is to win and then, you know, generate money so everybody could get more money, endorsements, all this stuff. When he was at Jackson State. So that's, okay. Look, though, when he was at Jackson State, he was actually able to care, right, because it was personable like that. At Colorado, nobody's giving you $5 million to care about the direction that this kid, like, no, it's cutthroat there. That's okay. how come he has to come in with that. You see, um, he didn't come gl- in talking about family I'm, talk. I'm glad you said that again because it really just sunk in. <laughs> Because you got the experience and you know, and you've been in that system, like you said, and this is really, this is right important right here. So go ahead. Yeah. This, like at, at, at Jackson State, schools like that, you can really care. I tell anybody, if you want to go somewhere. And you've been in really that system. You went, to, you went to Idaho, correct? This is for the listeners. Yeah. I, and As I know, listen, though. I, listen, bro, I went to Idaho. When they had, bro, all them coaches, if you look at the years I went to Idaho, bro, As a every player. single coach is super fucking successful. They're either in the NFL, they're either a high-ranking coach at a major D1 school. Right, see, I went, because most of them coaches was like in their 30s or late 20s. Okay. I had a bunch of young-ass coaches. And they all started getting plugged. They went here. They went there. And they used to say, this is like my last stop, really being able to care. Right? The grad assistants, those dudes, them is the people who could really care. The motherfuckers who's really trying to get to the bag, dudes like Nick Hope, he used to coach uh, USC. He used to be the USC D coordinator. Yeah. I'm talking about when Pete Carroll was there and they was Lindell Jackson, when they was on TV every week and they were scoring 50. He was the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Right? Uh, 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 Mike, Mike Cox, he done coached everywhere. Doug Nussmeyer was the offensive coordinator a few years ago when um, Alabama smacked the fuck out of Notre Dame. Now he now he's like University of Michigan's offensive coordinator. Yeah, all these people was at little as Idaho at the same time. John Smith he became the coach of Michigan State. Joe Joe Thomas we call him Bowling Ball. He's the running back coach for the New Orleans Saints. So uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Robinson he's the coach for the Broncos. Uh, uh, yo, 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 Mercy, he's an NFL trainer. These are all people who worked in the set. Bro, this shit's a stepping stone. Now, I tell you what, why they all didn't come back and go work at Idaho? That's where you're from. Yeah. Some of them is actually from Idaho. Idaho can't give them the corn. Why the fuck would I go to Idaho when, when, when I got a job? I, I could work in Alabama. 
that's what everybody that's what that's what everybody's doing, bro. The only people who's hell bent on getting back to their alma mater are people who alma mater at the top. Yeah. Example, Clemson. Their coach is Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney was the Alabama guy. He played at Alabama when they was winning national championship. He played for Bear Bryant. Yeah. So the only way you're going to get him from Clemson is that he gets the Alabama job. Yeah. Bro, this is, this is, this is the gist of this shit. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can give a nigga the UW job, right? UW is at the top of the game. But I'm going to tell you something. If Notre Dame come calling, watch how that motherfucker put that gold hat on. Yeah. And yeah. be at Notre Dame. Yeah. Didn't Peterson do that? Yeah, bro. Like, bro, this is football. Like I tell niggas, football, being a football coach, it's like being in the mafia. They always got a place for you. You can move up. You can move lateral. You might move down. But you very, very rarely do you get completely kicked out the whip. Yeah. So I'm reading. Once you, once you get in there, they yeah. always got a spot for you, bro. So, he's saying, so I'm looking to see who he said who he's going to bring. He's being very vague about who he's bringing as far as coaches. Uh, you, could, you could look it up. It's all, it's all like online. Like if you get on YouTube, yeah, you I'm can on look right all now. this stuff up. Man, bro, you can look it, you can look it all up. Yeah, they say he brought tension to the first meeting because he told players you can hit the portal. So is it safe to say what is the transfer portal? Because would he be successful or would he even make this move if there was – what even took the, took the job at Jackson State if there was a portal, if there wasn't a portal? Well, it's not like uh... – Okay, bro, like Jackson State was the spot that was going to let him be a head coach, right? He wanted to be a head coach. He didn't want to be an assistant. Mm -hmm. Like I told you before, Deion's never been an assistant. So he came up in there under the premise of being the head coach. Right now, Jackson State is the lowest level of football Dion done dealt with. I don't really know what his high school situation was, but you just got done saying they there's a bunch of these high schools these motherfuckers couldn't beat. Right? Like if if they had to play the top high schools, Jackson State would have problems. Yes. Jackson State would have problems with St. Francis. They would have problems with modern day and IMG and Buford. Fuck yeah. Yes, bro, them schools, they will probably have problems with uh, East St. Louis High School. Yeah. Now, they'll smack Bellevue and Yale all day, but them other programs, they got 15 D1 dudes on there. Oh, hell yeah, they'll give you niggas problems. Because you got you got dudes right now that was four and five stars last year playing high school that start on this team. Yeah. So you'll be playing against niggas that can start for this team right now. Yeah. Your linemen are the size of uh, uh, is the size of a big high school line. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't got them real D one SEC Big Twelve linemen. Yeah, right. So he came in, he got the job, he started doing his recruiting, 
he's bringing attention to stuff. And then, you know, he's doing the whole, well, we, 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 right? Like, here, here, here's where the problem really started. He started making it a we thing. That's how come the dude, Eddie Robinson's son, was saying, he's not swag, I'm swag, yeah. right? Because, see, he's been offered opportunities to go other places, but he's not leaving the swag. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to leave to be an assistant at a PWI when I'm running shit over here. And, nigga, I'm Eddie Robinson Jr. Nigga, what? I look like abandoning swag to go coaching the Pac-12. There we go. For the ACC. Right? This is... Now, niggas is mad at saying he's a hater and did it duh. Yo, bro, this dude's dad is... This is Eddie Robinson Jr., dog. You know, you, you... Institution versus jobs. Right. Build, institute, it's the institution versus the job. Building so, institutions for black youth instead of see, mm. and and that and that and that be the so, thing. We got to go through these layers, right? Because we get so emotional, we get so mad so when niggas bring this. So is, he's a, basically he really technically is a sellout. Uh. Or Man, you know what, bro? Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. I don't look at it that way, even though I might look at it that way with somebody else. I'm going to tell you why I don't look at him as a seller. Because I personally knew what it was before. I don't care what he told people. Yeah. Right? I, right? I don't care what. I don't care what he told people. Like, the reality of it is, is that Dion chose to be a head coach. Yeah. That means that you specialize in exploiting people's talents to entertain other people to make the school money. Yeah. Right? Because the way that schools make money is pretty much off, like, the student, the alumni, and sports. Okay. Right? You got some schools there. They're doing amazing medical shit like UCLA Medical, UW Medical, where they get these huge stipends and grants. We all know most of these spots, that's not what the deal is. Yeah, but yeah, but since they got the transfer portal, what's the difference between a student uh, jumping ship and Dion? So I guess are the students. So the stu- oh, well, well, here's the, well, here's the thing. I don't really think there is a difference because here's what they do. They indoctrinate you as a student or a player anyway, right? The coach has the mission statement. Here's the stuff. Here's what we represent. You don't, the coach doesn't ask you what you represent. When you come, he tells you what you represent. He tells you your principles. Repeat after me, uh, this, that, and, and, and the third, right? So when you leave, you're leaving that to be re-indoctrinated, yeah. right? Okay, I played for Tennessee last year. I played for Alabama this year. They got a different culture. I got to recalibrate myself, indoctrinate. Okay, the yeah, opposite is is that the coach is doing the indoctrination. Yeah, because technically, right? technically you, when, a coach you, can pull when, your scholarship, right? What'd you say? A college coach can pull your scholarship if you're on a college coach, Right, a college coach can do whatever. Like, bro, look at this. Look okay. at this. Yeah. When Dion went to talk to the kids, did you see him asking them questions or did you just see him telling them shit? Uh, with a, 
the part I saw, he just telling them shit. Okay, so when you telling somebody something, you're not there to understand them. You're there for them to get the understanding. Yeah. Right? Even in Sunday school, they ask you questions. They're all rhetorical questions. Where 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 did where did where did Jesus go? Was it on Mount Calvary? What happened at Galilee? What did it? So they might ask you questions, but that's called a response. Right? What I told you is Mary a virgin? Who was Mary's husband? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and and the, they'll give you a contradiction where it's a contradiction. But accept the contradiction without pointing out the contradiction. So we got a woman giving a virgin woman giving birth to a kid, but she married to a man. Yeah. Only on, only indoctrination can give you that. Yeah. So that's what I mean, like with this indoctrinate man, the 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 players, the the players is in a different bag. Because where are you going, you're going to just get re-indoctrinated. And some players are going to do it every year. Some players are going to ride under the same doctrine for four or five years. Yeah. Right? But that's what's going on. Then you got the coaches. You're here to indoctrinate shit. You're here to change the culture. You do a good job, we'll give you a better job. Yeah. So. Or, 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 or we'll put you in a position to receive and get better accolades. Yeah. And so, Shadur Sanders is the quarterback's son coming through the portal with him. So, I'm hearing these reports of Sanders using his notoriety to get other five-star <laughs> players to come to Colorado. Of course. Uh so this what I'm seeing was going on here. So he's definitely using his leverage and I guess that's why they hired him. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. So the so really Colorado admit they ain't got the money to pay him right now, shit. They're just going to soak up all this gravy and just the jersey sells alone, they'll probably just have enough to pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't, I mean, I guess he's dealt with large white institutions before as a player, and he knows the game. So, hope, you know, we're going to see. But if he don't make it, that's going to be interesting to see, too. Because sometimes you kind of wonder, are they bringing him out just to, like, humiliate him? I don't know. I doubt it, but it could be a humiliation if he don't win. And he knows that. And look like well, he's got everything lined up for success. Well, they're, well, they're, they're, they're not going to win early because you don't have, right, like, I'm going to give them two years. Like, next year, you'll win some games, but they're not going to be very good because y'all ain't very good. I've seen them up close. Yeah. Right, like, any, nah, what TV is one thing. Bro, I watched them warm up, and I didn't even know their record. But I could just tell they weren't good, bro. Yeah. I could just tell. Like, I could look at their swagger. They wasn't They wasn't confident. They wasn't rah-rah. 
then I looked them up. I said, oh, man, you guys gave up on football a long time ago. Like, you guys don't got no energy. Yeah. I'm looking at their games. They're getting blown out. Who they play? They got blown out by Oregon, 49-10. to Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona. They had a close one with Arizona. No, not Arizona State. They lost Arizona State. They lost to Oregon State, forty-two to nine. They lost to California Bears by one. Oh, they beat California Bears. They who else did they beat? They lost to UCLA, forty-five seventeen. They lost to Minnesota. They lost to Air Force, forty-one to ten. They lost to TC number three TCU thirty eight to thirteen. They're out there getting, they out there getting hammered. Yeah, bro, they're they're a terrible, they're they are a terrible program, and that's kind of what I really want to point out. They lost sixty three to twenty one to Utah. Yeah, man, they they're 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 a terrible program, bro. Who did they? So they only won. Oh yeah, this is all bad. Man, yeah, he better. Woo! Who's the? Oh, who's the? Who's the Colorado? Who is this? Okay, here's a little story right here. He is. Oh, so Sean Lewis confirms they got a new offensive coordinator. So he's bringing some guy named Sean Lewis as an offensive coordinator. He said, Sean Lewis confirmed report he is joining Deion Sanders in Boulder as the Buffalo's new offensive coordinator on Wednesday morning. That's that's today. He spent the previous five years as a head coach at Kent State. So this is his jump, too. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Huh. Interesting. Okay, Trent. Okay. Yeah, so I guess he got somebody. Uh, with Sean Lewis. Let's see. What is so, yeah, he's okay. So, he know football, so he's going to use his experience. Let's look at this, Sean. Oh, this, is, this might be something. 36-year-old coach. What is his record? Team Colorado. So his record overall is 24-31. and Huh. He's the youngest head coach in FBS football. He served as offensive assistant under Dino Babers. He played football Wisconsin. Okay. He's a young dude. Head coach of the Kent State Golden Flashers. Okay. He coached high school. He coached. Okay. He was a quarterback coach at Syracuse. Yeah, he was assistant at Bowling Green, Eastern Illinois. He was at Nebraska. He played, okay, tight end uh, coach at Nebraska. He's 1-1 one one in bowl games, and he's 24-31 and 31 as a head coach. That's who's replacing Dion? 
No, that's who his offensive coordinator is. Dion just hired this guy from Kent State. Uh, is he black? They had a they had a win. He's white. Yeah, he's a he uh, he was in the Idaho Famous Potato Bowl. Their team they went went to a bowl game, and actually they don't really have a good record. He had. He did good in 20. Okay. Yeah, he not. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how this shit pans out. But um, we'll talk some more tomorrow or later this week. Um, all right, bro. Yeah, I'm going to run in this joint. So, interesting. I hope it all. We'll see how this pans out, huh? Yeah, yeah, bro. We're going we gonna to get to it. Yeah. Also, I was talking to... Uh, I got an interview in the cut I did with Randy Short, Dr. Randy Short, former uh, 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 professor over there at Morehouse, controversial dude. He just got his Twitter account pulled today for saying some stuff. So, But he's uh, he wants to come up to Seattle. He's talking about January to come up here and look around and do some filming and do some some interviews so we'll get i'll give you some more update on that offline and then we got to do the donnet the donnetta one and then mm-hmm. and then i forgot to end in the uh you know i'm back in the set i'm feeling better my health has improved drastically so yeah we'll get back on it and then i will jump on dr hood's i was yeah i was I felt yeah like, yeah get yeah i'm about to go on there too get on there okay all right, bro. Late.